What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of The Founder's Journal, my daily audio diary, where I talk about the biggest lessons, the biggest wins, the biggest losses happening behind the scenes at Morning Brew as we're building. Today, we are talking about a very popular topic, why my mom is my chief of staff. Let's hop into it. First off, why why today? This has been happening for a bit. We'll get into the why, but you've kind of kept it low key for a while now. Why are Cat you? The bag. Yeah, what happened? So I don't know why. I don't know what prompted me. Most of my social posts are uh, very much not scripted. And I decided that this was this this was gonna be a social post yesterday. So on Twitter and LinkedIn, I posted about my mom. Stacy Lieberman being my chief of staff. And just about 24 hours later, the post has 4,912 likes, 180 comments, and 522,000 views. So now a lot more people than yesterday know who Stacy Lieberman is and also know who my chief of staff is. So if you ever email with me, you'll know who is emailing with you. All right. So, so what has she been doing? There's a lot of different types of chiefs of staff, but how? just give me more. Yeah. Start from the beginning of the story. Okay. So the short story is Stacy Lieberman, Alex's mom, chief of staff to Alex. I brought Stacy on as my chief of staff. I actually don't know how long ago at this point. I, I want to say somewhere between, somewhere between nine and 14 months, somewhere in that range. Right, and been longer. she's been at, she's been doing what she's been doing since I've been full time, which is almost yeah, years. yeah, like official in that title, like in the early days of the brew for full context, my mom has always been involved in the business in some way. When Josh started at the company, my mom was literally the one that was like putting stamps on licking envelopes, filling envelopes with stickers to send to morning brew readers. She was morning brews fulfillment center right, before and then she got promoted. Yes. And then she got promoted from chief of stuff to chief of staff. And I brought her on as like an official chief of staff, let's call it a year ago. And it was when I felt as though more of my time was being spent on things that I'm not uniquely qualified to do than I am uniquely qualified to do. And I think this, I, I think we've talked about this is in a past episode, but like auditing your time and understanding, are you spending your time on high leverage activities or not is really important. And what happened was, is I got to a point where I was spending two hours a day responding to emails and scheduling meetings and calls. And I just finally said that this is eating up enough of my time, like 10 plus hours a week, that it makes sense to have someone else do this. And so I was like, it makes sense to have someone else do this. What are my options? Well, I could hire someone full time. I could outsource it to a virtual uh, chief of staff or a virtual assistant, which is what a lot of people do. But when I started breaking down what were the expectations that I would have of my chief of staff, it became glaringly obvious that I actually didn't want to hire someone I didn't know, uh, whether it be full-time or virtually. There were three criteria that were very simple, but I knew that they were going to be very difficult to find. The first, this person had to be the most trustworthy, not just like trustworthy, the most trustworthy. They would have access to all of my emails passwords, information, just like think about in your life, how many people have access to things like your social security number, your bank routing number, your email address, your passwords. It is very few people. Chief of staff is someone who has access to many of these things. 
The second was attention to detail. If I was going to have someone email on my behalf, coordinate meetings with really busy and important people, I needed to have someone who I knew wouldn't fuck things up. And then the third was this person had to be passionate as hell about the business. For someone who's going to spend nine hours a day in my inbox, in my calendar, or on calls with me, I knew that they'd have to be super passionate about Morning Brew's mission and learning about the business to stay motivated. And that is where mom enters. At the end of the day, there is no one more trustworthy than a parent. They know everything about you. They want the best for you. And they know what makes you tick. And then in terms of attention to detail and passion, my mom worked on a high pressure sales and trading floor on Wall Street for 20 years. She was one of the only women in her business and absolutely crushed it. She raised the ranks or rose up the ranks incredibly quickly. She was dependable, hardworking, and no nonsense. And so to me, it was a no brainer to involve her in the business, given that she checked off every box that I just talked about. It's worked out pretty well. And I don't think I've ever met someone before that has their chief of staff as a parent or a family member. And by the way, I want to make it very clear. Generally, I am of the belief that involving family and friends in business is generally a very bad idea. But I've kept enough separation and made the expectations clear enough where we haven't had any issues. And those three things around being trustworthy, having attention to detail, and being passionate as hell, like she has proven all of those three to be true. And she also keeps you in line. I've seen the way she speaks to you is that she's no bullshit either. Yeah, we, we are no bullshit with each other. There's no beating around the bush. We don't have to worry about like giving each other compliment sandwiches. Like that's right. the thing with parents. Like you just, you speak as directly to your family member as you would any human being. And so like where I want to leave everyone listening to this, because what I'm not saying is saying, you know, go basically bring on your mom or dad or brother or sister as an assistant tomorrow. But I at least wanted to share my thought process with what I thought was really important in evaluating the right type of chief of staff to bring on. But also where I want to leave you is, as you think about chief of staff roles, like I feel like this has become a really sexy job description over the last five years as just like the startup space has gotten sexier. And I think this was something that you said before the episode, but like a chief of staff role looks very different across the board, depending on who the founder is you're working for and the size of the company. So what I at least want to share is what I think you can expect as a chief of staff if it's at Morning Brew. And this is probably the case in other startups as well. I think you need to expect that there's going to be a fair bit of not so mentally stimulating work. Like a lot of it really is scheduling, rescheduling, logistics, sending emails, building processes around emails. Where I actually think the stimulation comes from is less about the work and more about the exposure. I believe being a chief of staff gives you a unique vantage point that most employees in a business don't have. We've talked about this in a previous episode, but like depending on where you are in the business, you have a certain aperture of the business. The, the more junior you are, the more closed that aperture may be. The more senior you are, the more it opens up. And as a founder or co-founder, it's as open as it gets. I believe a chief of staff gets the size of aperture that a founder has without being a founder. And at the same time, you get exposure to complete, like incredibly impressive and smart individuals that the founder has access to as well. And so I believe that's where stimulation comes from for a chief of staff. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for everyone listening to this episode of the Founders Journal. As always, really appreciate your time and I'll catch you tomorrow. Take it easy. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.